Beloved, this is the hour before the wedding. This is where we're at in history as we begin to move towards the Lord's return. It is the hour before the wedding. I use this analogy a lot in the Romans 911 teachings, but when the bride walks down the aisle, she's just beautiful and all the glory is upon her. But the hour before, beloved, this is where we're at. So often, the hour before a wedding, it's a mess. There's last minute panic. And the body is a mess. We must be honest with ourselves. Take, like Nehemiah wanting to rebuild the walls, take an honest look at where the body is because the Father, if we look at John 17 as a pattern for the glory to come, if the Father needs love and unity to send the fullness of His glory. And I think we could see that pattern uh, throughout Yeshua's heart cry prayer in 17, John 17. Then we must take an, a real honest look at where the church is so that love and unity can be rebuilt in us. Remember, beloved, judgment begins in the house first. And as these shakings have begun, it's not only in the world, it's in the church. Uh, religion is being shaken. The world is being shaken. What did Yeshua say? Beware the yeast of the Pharisees and of Herod. And these are the things I believe the Lord is going after to expose them so that the ecclesia, the body, may arise during this hour. So here we are, the hour before the wedding. And you know, we've spent the last several podcasts at the beginning and of launching and introducing the Romans 911 project. We've kind of spent many of the sessions sort of introducing the whole message, laying the foundation for it. Now we're going to begin to go deeper and we're starting a, a new series based around the hour before the wedding. So before I begin these sessions, please allow me to address these issues of separation and disconnection in the body because they're delicate. So the reason for talking about them and delving into them at the beginning, now we've, we've kind of laid the foundation and, and introduced the whole concept of Romans 911, is that these issues need to be brought into the light, beloved, so that we can properly deal with them. There's no condemnation in Yeshua, but if these influences are affecting us, shouldn't we want to take a deeper look at them? And they must also lay the foundation for us to accept and more readily embrace this reconnection message, which is so needed as a result of many of these obstacles and issues that are in the body that need to be removed. But 
simply put, there's just so much for us to gain from this reconnection message that far outweighs anything else. And to delve into these issues adequately, I need to be very open, honest, and direct. I need to share my thoughts and heart as a Jewish believer from the Messianic perspective regarding how Jews and Gentiles have been impacted as a spiritual family. And so in these next several podcasts, I do ask you for the liberty and the love to express myself from this viewpoint in the hope of helping those of us from the Gentile side of the family, God's children from the nations, to more fully understand and grasp these most sensitive, delicate issues. In a sense, we need to dig up the past to unravel it and break off any negative influences that might still be upon us, actually, that the enemy has sowed into us that really, at this point, need to be exposed so they can be removed. I really believe this is the Father's plan to plow in our hearts and minds and remove anything that is not of the Lord so that we can get a fresher, cleaner download to move into this time and be properly prepared as the bride of Mashiach, the bride of Christ. This is my goal in helping us to realize and fulfill our destinies during these last days. And my hope and prayer is that you will take this journey with me and walk with me through many of these issues and begin to identify them more clearly and learn how they've actually affected us and how the devil is still using them against us, against God's family. Beloved, it is time for the enemy and his craftiness to be fully exposed. And it's important to point out that we are not complete as a body. The church is not complete. Israel is not complete until the broken off branches. These are Jewish souls yet to be saved, both from the Orthodox and secular communities, until they are restored and the full harvest from the nations has come in. This is what we're talking about here. This is the chapter that is opening. This is the door, the gateway, the passageway the Lord is beginning to lay before us for the last great harvest, for the end time power, and for Israel's salvation. But none of this, beloved, is going to come without our involvement, without agreement from the earth going up to heaven, that heaven's power would be released. This is the final mystery in the family that the Apostle Paul wrote about in Romans 11, 25, that we are not to be ignorant about. And this restoration, reconnection, and realignment will complete the family and ready us for the Lord's coming. So, beloved, be 
because of the sensitives and delicacies of these issues, we will be playing this introduction before each of the teachings. So if you've heard it once or twice, please feel free just to fast forward. Beloved, we're taking a deeper look at the influences of generational anti-Semitism. And today we're going to focus in on how this deception actually occurred and I want to give you my my opinion and my my thoughts on this as as the Lord has um, given me uh, hopefully given me a deeper insight on on this particular issue and bringing it in foundationally to the Romans 911 project teachings it's so significant for us to have a deeper understanding of these issues so because the Lord actually wants to break these influences off and wash them away with his mercy so if if you take a look at Romans chapter 11 from this perspective hasn't the Gentile side of the family God's children in the nations in the church specifically being given edicts from the Lord towards Israel and wasn't most of this chapter Romans chapter 11 written actually to the Gentile side of the family verse 13 says I am talking to you Gentiles so Paul is trying to explain you know coming from that that uh, foundation of Jewish heritage and um and and now the gospel going out to God's children for the nations he's trying to explain uh the the roles the role of of those are uh, uh, that from the the gentile side of the family coming into this this connection with Israel and and here here are the edicts the first and most important i think is in 1132 releasing the mercy the mercy that we've received in our own salvation the God is calling us to release that mercy back to them but also in Romans 11 it talks about drawing Israel to jealousy we draw them to jealousy because we are living in their covenant connecting now intimately hopefully intimately if we're walking closely with the king with Yeshua um, and just in our relationship um, and the way we operate as we get around Jewish people, um, uh, once they see that sincerity, they know there's a deeper connection. And so um, the, the other issues are, are how do we help them return uh, and get on the bridge back to their own olive trees, as it, as it says in Romans 11, rather than trying to bring them into a conversion to Christianity that is more focused on the on the Gentile side uh, on the Gentile part of the tree so we have to learn there's a there's a balance here um, Paul also says that we should never be arrogant thinking that that we've uh, actually replaced Israel and loving them with a supernatural love, the way the Father loves them, despite the fact that they're broken off, he still has covenants and promises to his firstborn children. And we know this veil, again from Romans 11, is only temporary and ultimately it will be lifted. 
And I believe we have a great role in this day to play in the, in the helping of the lifting of that veil. So we are called to love them on account of the patriarchs, even despite their current rejection. But we know sadly in the church's history and its ancestry, it actually moved in the opposite direction opening the door for the enemy to deceive us in our lineage and position towards Israel. And beloved, we need to really understand this. Who of us on the Gentile side of the family hasn't been affected by this? Um, just want to remind you of the Todd McDowell story that we I spoke about um, uh, in in prior podcast and which you can also read in the Romans 911 book and the and the study guide but here is a brother who gave his who's given his life uh, he was right you know rising uh, in in ministry leadership at, at YWAM and and then the Lord called him to join Papa Dom Finto uh, with Caleb Global Ministry and they have this focus to bring the Israel peace forward along with the new wineskin reformations and to and to uh, really to train up leadership uh, into those focuses. And when I actually went to their campus several years ago and shared this message, um, they all ultimately, um, you know, came into this uh, 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 recognition personally in their own bloodline of needing to confess and and repent and break this thing off. And I would really encourage you to read that. It's a significant, and you can also see the testimony, uh, Todd's testimony uh, on the Romans 911 website. Um, but it, it, God used that, that experience in my life so powerfully because I was in the middle of writing, beginning to write write the Ezekiel generation, which is really the my first book on, on introducing the reconnection message. And it was really a confirmation for me that if this dear brother and these brothers and sisters that were with them, who've given their lives to to for the Israel peace, if they need to break off this thing, then then all of us do, and especially those of us also in the Eastern Church, because we were seeded through the Western Church, and so these things have a way of traveling and affecting us, and um, one of the main focuses in the beginning part of the Romans 911 project actually brings us into confession and repentance of these issues to actually break them off. With all due respect and love to, to my Gentile family in the church, I, I must ask this question. If God told the ancestral church to love Israel despite its rejection, and they persecuted and killed them instead, then how can we, the church, expect to have an accurate understanding of eschatology towards Israel and the church without having first broken off these influences of and, and the disobedience that has been exerted through the bloodline for, for centuries, a couple of thousand years? And if the enemy was able to seduce the church in severing this Jewish connection, remember, beloved, it's more, it's more about us connecting 
Jewish and Gentile believers foundationally to the one you man in John 17. It's more about us connecting in love and unity than it is about Jewish roots and heritage. Those things should be an outflow of the heart and the epicenter of this transition, which is to really love one another and allow the Father to restore the fullness of that unity in God's family, not just between Jew and Gentile, but with all races, creeds and tongues. And the Father's after this. We want the fire, but first we we, we need to reconnect the wire. We need to re help the Father rebuild love and unity, which is going to open the door for the greater power and the glory to be released on us. And, and beloved, there's no, there's no replacement for this. There's no substitute. It is the Father's way to move the ark back to Jerusalem. And, and He will wait until we get this right. And so it's significant at this time for us to begin to recognize this message. So if we know that there are areas here that really um, have brought about this division, shouldn't we be looking to address these areas first, especially now as we come into this mystery of Israel's un unveiling. Didn't Paul say to us, do not be ignorant to this mystery? And the Father's now unveiling and deepening us, and we need to be careful of all of the influences and the strings the enemy can pull upon, not just our theological understanding, but what about our emotional sibling issues? You know, we're a family, but think of a family and how siblings often are divided and they fight. But God is calling us higher into this greater love focus. It's it's a heart, it's an equation of love that that will release the greater power and a, anointing on us. And Eastern Orthodoxy was not the first split in the church in the 11th century. It was preceded by this split between Messianic and Gentile believers, our Jewish roots and heritage during the early century. And I must re-emphasize that no one is pointing the finger here or saying that we are directly responsible for the actions of our ancestors. That's not where I'm going with this. Beloved, there's no condemnation in what I'm trying to bring. There's no condemnation in the heart of the Lord, and there's no condemnation in this message that I'm trying to bring before you. But shouldn't we look to correct the past if the sins of our fathers and mothers are still having an impact on our thinking and the devil is using them against us to keep us divided? That's the point here. And I can't fully explain why God has waited up to this point to shed light on the issue of reconnection. Perhaps the timing wasn't right. Perhaps he wanted the pace for the church's restoration to be gradual, with the Israel peace emerging towards the end. But for sure, for sure, beloved, this couldn't begin until Israel's spiritual awakening had commenced. And so as we move into this time now, the Father's unveiling his hearts and his plans through this message. Hallelujah. So as we come 
into the time of Israel's spiritual reconnection. I believe God must affect changes in us before he can hope to make changes in them. I'm talking about the Jewish people, and I'm talking about the changes in Jewish and Gentile believers to come into this restoration. And, and it's not just about issues on the Gentile side of the family. There are plenty of issues on the Messianic side of the family, too, that are keeping them from this love and unity. And you only have to engage in the Romans 911 Project teachings to really discover that. But doesn't judgment begin in the house? Peter reminds us of this in chapter 4, verse 17. And beloved, the Jewish people are far more likely to connect with a church that fully comprehends their restoration than one that remains separated from Israel, from the Jewish people, from our Jewish roots and our heritage. Next week, beloved, we're going to look, take a deeper look about how anti-Semitism has actually influenced our theology. So I want to encourage you to tune in at that point. And until then, may the God of Israel richly bless you. Lots of love in Yeshua. Thank you, Grant, for that insightful discussion. To dialogue with Grant and Halley, please send comments and questions to email at Romans911.org. Again, that's email at Romans911.org. If you resonate with the Romans 911 Project, please pray about partnering with us to bring this reconnection message to the threshold of the church. Sign up for our monthly email. Join our global virtual meetings with other believers to dialogue and pray together. And most important, read the Romans 911 book, Time to Sound the Alarm, and view the Romans 911 study guide 12 to 14 hour video teachings, which are free when you purchase the study guide. The Romans 911 books and teachings are transformational into God's end time plans to prepare the bride and reform the church. They help to create the breakthrough that will change the world. The reconnection message is like a golden key from the heart of the Father to restore love and unity in God's family that opens the door to the fulfillment of Yeshua's prayer in John 17. And it establishes the pathway for the body of Messiah, the body of Christ, to receive the greater glory. But this reconnection message in the one new man has been hidden during the church age in the mystery to reawaken Israel to faith and is only just now coming to light. That's why we need your help to fund this project, to bring the message forth, to help us blow the holy shofar, to awaken the greater church into this restoration. Now is the time. Would you pray to give Chai, to give life to the reconnection, to reach the church and the messianic body and help unite the family of God? To fund the Romans 911 project, we have created the Give Chai Life Campaign. Chai is a Hebrew word meaning life, but it also represents the number 18. And for just one Chai, $18 a month, you can make a difference. 
Please be prayerful about this. We can't do this without precious saints like yourself who are beginning to get this revelation to help us bring this message before the church. For more information on the Romans 911 Project, please visit our website at romans911.org. It's easy to remember, romans911.org. Please also subscribe to the Romans 911 Project wherever you listen to podcasts at the end.